Five Breakfast Catch Up. All right, I'm delighted to welcome on to the show Eglin Tumba, who's an investment analyst at a venture capital firm based in Cape Town. Good morning, Eglin. How are you? Morning, Dan. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very good, thank you. So we've got you on the show because we want your particular knowledge, expertise, and I guess insights into mm-hmm. how the wealthy lose all their money and then end up going to jail. It's blown my mind since I read about yeah. this Boris Becker story in the last 48 hours. He's one of the greatest tennis players of all time. He's made more money than most professional sportsmen or just people will ever make or see in their lives. And then he was declared insolvent or bankrupt in 2017. And now he's going to jail for hiding assets how does this happen to the hyper wealthy when bankruptcy seems like something when you've made that much money that you just should never have to worry about again um well dan it's actually not something that only happens to the wealthy you know contrary to what we might all think reading a story like that to somebody that is famous um so if we just take it back to the basic concept in accounting where your assets have to equal, you know, kind of your liability. So what you own has to be to equal to what you owe, so your debts, plus a little bit of leftover, which is what we call equity. So when you're in a situation where you take on too much debt, this could happen to anybody. Maybe you take on too much uh, uh, credits on your clothing account and you're not able to handle that based on your income. So that's what happens and that's how you can find yourself you know, in a situation where you are like Boris Becker, where you're bankrupt or insolvent because your, your income can simply not cover your expenses. For sure. Do you think it's almost a mentality thing with the hyper wealthy where, and I mean, I guess, again, this also happens to everybody where it's, it's almost a mentality of like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I've got so much money. The debt shows this and my income shows this, but I'm sure it'll be okay. I'll figure it out. And then suddenly you're in a kind of a debt spiral. I remember that famous quote about how bankruptcy uh, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, always happens very slowly and then all at once. It's mm-hmm. like, 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 like it suddenly hammers you and then takes you out. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think with the availability of various lines of credit, you know, from cell phones to clothing accounts to this and that, it's very easy to keep on taking on and piling on without realizing, especially for people who perhaps don't have that financial training and have a financial advisor or whatever, it's easy to just trust that, you know, I have enough money, it's going to cover it. And then suddenly a little hiccup happens and your income is no longer coming in and you have all this debt that you need to pay. Yeah. Because that's always what, what, what really stresses me out about paying uh, outstanding credit is that you work mm-hmm. it out based on the scenario that you have, not yeah. knowing how stable or reliable the financial scenario would be. And particularly yeah. with somebody like Boris Becker, who made a fortune at 17 years old, like a child mm-hmm. in many ways, or like somebody who didn't yeah. have to face the full financial ramifications of adulthood uh, because mm-hmm. of just having so much money and now does not win tennis tournaments and probably has to rely on TV spots or advertising. The financial uh, kind of reliability is hard but Eglin Tumba I also now want to ask why is he going to jail if I understand correctly there's a way that like particularly if you're hyper wealthy but I guess anybody can do it to one degree or another you can hide assets when you declare that you're bankrupt Mm. so bankruptcy really what it is it's a legal proceeding to apply to the high court for example in South Africa and say listen my assets my income cannot cover my expenses. Okay. And then during that process, you have to declare the assets that you have so that the court can assess how much of those assets can be sold so they can repay the debts that you have okay. or a portion of that. So in Boris's case, 
actually went ahead and hid some of those assets. So there was no, it wasn't a, a transparent kind of uh, disclosure of all his assets so that, you know, the payments could be made. Okay. But rather he hid some of those assets. Um, to not to not have them be included within these proceedings. So in that kind of a case, that's where you can actually end up going to jail because you're being fraudulent. You okay, know? so in in this case, in most countries in the world, in uh, in the UK or South Africa, would those assets now be seized now that they've been found? Yes, they would be seized and they would be, to the extent necessary, liquidated to help pay uh, the creditors within the proceedings. Okay, but if he'd got away with it, then he would have pretended to be bankrupt but had this like small or enormous fortune anyway that he was sitting on without the government knowing about it. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, let me be clear. I'm not suggesting to anybody <laughs> to try and hide assets <laughs> in the situation of bankruptcy. I was purely asking what the situation is, not providing a suggestion. Eglin Tumba, thank you so much. That's super interesting. So from your perspective as somebody who works in finance and works with investments, what is the smartest way for, for, for somebody uh, to, to manage debt and credit lines as best as possible? How can we be as risk-averse as possible? Well, only spend what you can afford. If you don't need some really extravagant car or, or something like that, then don't take a really extravagant car. Okay. Live within your means. That's really what it has to come to. Yeah. We can't keep on piling on debt and taking all these fancy things to put on a certain lifestyle or even to just enjoy whatever. You have to be more conscious of this is how much money I have. I have to live within my means. Don't rely on the credit cards and all of those things. Absolutely. Even if you are Boris Becker, which again is just blowing my mind, but such a good case study of even in yeah. the extreme instance. Because the, the other thing I was thinking about is, you know, the, the, like famously or, or infam, infamously, people who win the lotto often squander it almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, but those are people who've suddenly come into vast, extraordinary wealth. Becker's had exactly. this kind of wealth for three and a half decades, 35 years, and it can mm. even happen to him. So super fascinating. Thank you so much for that excellent explanation and thank you so much for coming on the show really really super interesting insights of course thank you for having me no it's been great i'm sure we'll call you again please stand by for that at some point in future i hope you always wake up early in the morning <laughs> i do <laughs> that's eglin tumba who's based uh in kate's on adventure capital firm that side eglin tumba is an investment analyst thank you so much for your time we appreciate it catch up on some of the best moments from five breakfast by going to five fm's catch up page on the five fm app or five fm.co.za